This is episode number 11, and it is Pay It Forward Friday. Today, we are lifting up Mo and Mo's Heroes. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Aloha, men of abundance. Today we are lifting up another great organization and another wonderful person. But before we do that, I want to ensure that you have the opportunity to be abundant in your life today. And all you have to do to do that is share this podcast with just three people. Of course, you know you can do that by going to menofabundance.com and click on any of the social media links and share directly from there. Or, of course, you can share directly from your phone or however it is that you're listening to this podcast. All right, let's get on with today's show. Today, we have a wonderful conversation with Mo. Mo is currently active duty Air Force, but getting ready to retire, and she is the founder of Mo's Heroes. Mo's Heroes is an organization that helps homeless veterans get back on their feet and much more. You can find Mo's Heroes at mosheroes.org. All right, Mo, welcome to the show. Hey, Wally, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Man, it's my pleasure. We, You know, we were introduced. Who introduced us? Mark and Tori introduced us a couple Mark years and ago, Tori right? and I think um, Somebody else. Rick, Rick, Rick West. Rick West, yeah. That's correct. That's right. It was like the same week. It was ironic, right? Because <laughs> Mark and Tori called me and said, hey, you got to call Mo because she's got this Mo's Heroes thing going on, and it'll work perfectly with what you're doing out there in Hawaii. And then Rick, a co-worker, said, dude, i got to hook you up with this with, with Mo, because you were helping them out with their program, right, or something. We oh, no, they give you together. a word or something. Yep, a suit drive. We were uh, definitely working together. So it was, I was like, okay, i got to meet Wally now, because now two people, i got to find <laughs> Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Wally guy? Yeah, absolutely. So then, you know, as I started this show, and, you know, uh, Men of Abundance, one of the biggest things that we do, and my, my favorite thing to do, is to lift people up and to talk about, you know, how, people that are doing something in the community. And you're doing so much for so many people and so many veterans and just people in general. But before we get into that, I've already given kind of a brief bio of who you are i talked a little bit about you and stuff like that and of course i talked all good about you but let's let me uh, hear a little bit more about you let's get a little bit personal so i am like i said my real name is shadana mcfall and i'm originally from fayetteville north carolina um, i've been in the air force since i was 18 years old i am getting ready to retire and move back to fayetteville north carolina um i have a son and I just love volunteering, and like you said, I just love helping people wherever I can. You know, people just say I'm just a busybody because every time, anytime I see somebody with the need, I always think that I'm like the Olivia Pope of the Air Force. I can fix it. I can fix it. So that's just <laughs> pretty much me in a nutshell. Well, Fayetteville. I've, I did my three years at Fayetteville in the 82nd, and I was at SWIC for a little while. And now you're in New Mexico now, right? Yes, I'm at Clovis, New Mexico um, at uh, Cannon Air Force Base. Oh, that's beautiful in those parts. I like that. I like Santa Fe in that area. What do you, What else are you doing over there? So I'm still doing um, multi-rolls. I'm working with the local community. And I'm, my focus here is really just to bring the morale up um, 
for the airmen here in the um, local area because we are kind of, um, we kind of feel like we're in a remote because, <laughs> you know, the closest city is Lubbock is two hours away, Amarillo is two hours away, uh, Albuquerque is three hours away. So it's just like, okay, there's things to do here, but for the average 21, 22-year-old that's really just ready to go out and have fun, it's, it's kind of bad here for them. So I'm trying to just to bring everybody together and have fun. Now, you started that. You started Most Heroes out here in Hawaii, is that right? Absolutely. Uh, back in 2013, I started Most Heroes. At first, I was just volunteering, you know, at Next Step Shelter. Uh, it takes a village, and back in 2011, I uh, remember First Lady Michelle Obama had came to a, a Hiring Our Heroes job fair, and I just remember seeing, like, all the jobs and all the employers looking to hire veterans, and I had the initial thought was, hey, if I just, if we could just get veterans, if we could just clean them up and help them with their interview skills, you know, give them some nice clothes, we can help them fill out these applications and they could get a job and maybe they wouldn't be homeless um, anymore. So, you know, I had that idea in 2011, and then in 2013, I was just really just like, okay, let me do something with this. So, you know, I was watching Joel Osteen one night, <laughs> and, you know, I just got out my laptop and just started Googling how to start a nonprofit, and I remember clearly uh, making a Facebook post. And, you know, if you post it on Facebook, it's true. Just You know, it's true, right, or you got to do it. So I posted Absolutely. it on Facebook, yep. and the next thing I knew, I had, um, well, it took a little while to get my 501c3, because that was around the time when the IRS had had it shut down, um, and it was funny, too, because I actually sent the paperwork off on Veterans Day. Uh, luckily, UPS was open, <laughs> <laughs> so I got the paperwork off, and that was in November. The following August, I was awarded my 501c3, so I was really ecstatic. That is truly amazing that you did it that way because I literally just had a conversation on Wednesday with another guest, Angus, and we were talking about that, about your your desires and aspirations and your goals and should you put them out there to the world or should you keep them to yourself? And obviously you put it out there to the world. You put it on Facebook and that was what your your accountability. What was your motivation for doing that? Uh, Wally, I put everything on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, um, like I said, when I was in Hawaii, I like I said, just had my son, and that was my main communications tool, too. Like I said, my family, Facebook was my lifeline, you know, especially, you know, being overseas when you really don't have your family with you. And uh, I just put it on Facebook and said, hey, this is going to happen. And I just knew that it would, ha I didn't know it would, I didn't know it would happen so fast. And no one expected it to happen so fast. I was like, okay, well, she said she's going to do it. And they thought, you know, that I was going to do it, you know, when I got out. You know, the next thing I know, mm -hmm. the next thing you knew, I had car magnets on the side of my car, you know, flyers and doing events. And it just really took off. And how much support did you get from those around you while you were doing that? I mean, because you're still, you still active duty Air Force and uh, you you know, still had a full-time job, so you're wanting to get this thing going, and for all these people, how much support did you have? I had uh, an amazing amount of support, an abundance of support, if you'll say. I think I work with every organization 
in Hawaii uh, to, to get most heroes off the ground. Um, like I said, we did suit drives. We um, worked with U.S. vets, uh, Catholic charities, Next Step Shelter, everybody, because, you know, Hawaii has, like, all five of the services. That's one of the states that has all five services. So um, Hawaii loves the veterans, so I really had a lot of support, you know, with uh, getting it off the ground, the fleet reserves, um, the Veterans Center, the Oahu Veterans Center, the West Oahu Veterans Center, the VA, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it was amazing. So let's talk about Most Heroes. What exactly is Most Heroes? Who are you supporting specifically, and what other events do you do? So Most Heroes is a, like I said, a 501 organization that I started. Originally it was to help homeless veterans. Because as you know, in Hawaii, the homeless population is is huge. It and is. with me being from Fayetteville, mm-hmm. North Carolina, I've been around veterans and homeless veterans uh, my whole life. But as I evolved, you know, I started working at the chapel on um, in Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam. And so, you know, God just told me to more expand it to all veterans. Um, because what I find, too, is that there's such a stigma with being homeless when veterans find themselves in that situation they have a lot of pride and they won't get the help you know because they don't want anybody to think that uh, they don't want anybody to know that they're in the situation that they in or they're, they're one check away from being homeless so we just we still help homeless veterans but now we help all veteran service members and their families because I feel like everyone is um, struggling with something and everyone could use that support before, you know, it gets too bad, before they do become a homeless veteran. Because I feel like it's easier to save somebody from jumping than jumping in after them to try to save them. Right. And how do you help them? What, what, what actions do you take? So it's uh, on a case-by-case basis. So if a client comes to me and say, hey, Mo, I'm having issues with this, that, we just figure out what it is they're having an issue with, whether it's a job, we help them with their resumes, uh, rather is the clothes, like I said, we do clothing drives, you know, we've done makeovers, we've helped veterans get their driver's license. Um, before I left Hawaii, I bought a beater car, I can't say a beater car, but I bought a car <laughs> because a lot of times our veterans could get a job that had company cars, but if you didn't have a license, you couldn't, you know, get that promotion. So we help veterans to get their driver's license so they could get a, a promotion. Uh, we've done Thanksgiving meals uh, at the Oahu Veterans Center where a lot of times, you know, a lot of people don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. Or you're just getting, I remember the first year we did it, we had a young couple that just PCSed in um, a couple of days before Thanksgiving. They were still in billeting. They didn't know anybody. They didn't uh, have any groceries. So. It's just the little things that I've seen that I that I would want somebody to do for me. Like I said, I'm active duty, and I see a lot of the gaps, and I just want to fill those gaps for people. That's beautiful. And what I want to do now is, you know, normally on the show, I ask my guests about their personal kick in the gut moment, either personal, entrepreneurial, and then kind of go into the good news story of that. But what I would like for you to do is share with us that. Don't use any names or even locations or anything like that, but share with us that story of that family that you just had the opportunity to meet and was just at the lowest of lows, their their just biggest kick in the gut moment. And then walk us through what Mo's Heroes was able to do for them to bring them out of that. 
No, it actually wasn't a family. It was a young man. I was at uh, a stand-down event, and he wasn't even going to come to that event, but somebody had brought him. He had got the job, and he needed the clothes. You know, he needed his uniform. So I was able to help him get the clothes that he needed for his uniform, the shoes, the belt, you know. And, you know, on the bus, it would have took probably, what, four hours to get around Hawaii. You've been in Hawaii, you know how the bus and the traffic mm-hmm. is. But I was able to take him to get his ID, to, to take care of all those errands that would have took two, maybe two days. It took us maybe half a day, and he was just so happy. And I think I brought back a little a little hope for him. And that's all I want to do is, you know, let people know, hey, it's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. And so that was one of my favorite stories that I was actually able to, you know, get this guy what he needed, you know, get him on the right path and just restore a little hope. And what an awesome feeling that is for you to be able to help somebody like that. I mean, I'm I'm feeling it just sitting here listening to it and how seeing the, the hope in the end of it in that guy's eyes and uh, getting, you know, feeling like a man again. I mean, you know, so do you normally do all this stuff by yourself or do you have a team of people that help you with some of those moving parts? Uh, when I first started, I was definitely by myself. <laughs> I remember a guy was saying, oh, you know, you went to war without your soldiers. I'm like, hey, it was just a recon mission. But now, you know, I have a team. We um, we are we started out in Hawaii, but now we have teams in uh, Kentucky, Virginia, South Carolina, uh, here in New Mexico. So my goal is for us to have teams in all 50 states because our veterans come from all 50 states. They serve in all 50 states, and they deserve to be served in all 50 states because there are so many opportunities out there. Um, so you don't have to be homeless in Hawaii. You know, you can get a job in Texas, and I know that if you don't have anything, you know, it's kind of hard to just pick up and move from Hawaii to Texas or from New York to California. And that's one of the things that we try to help people do, too, is to get them to a location where, you know, they can have a nice life for themselves. I've spoken with homeless people out here. For instance, for instance, I used to work at uh, the Honolulu Club. And one of the guys that goes through there, you know, cleaning the uh, facilities and stuff like that, he was homeless. Him and his family were homeless. And they came here from the mainland. And he said, if I was back home, I wouldn't have to be homeless. He came here for his wife and his family. Or he came here for his wife and her family. Her family's here, but the ironic thing is, is her family's not taking care of them. They're homeless. And he said, or if he was back on the mainland, he wouldn't have to be homeless. But here he has to because he just can't afford the housing here. Yes, and I hear that I have a uh, guy that I was helping in Japan. He got out of out of the navy. He's staying with his girlfriend, and he's scared to come back to the states because he's fearing that he'll be a homeless veteran. And I heard, Wally, when I tell you, there is nothing you can tell me that will surprise me. There's nothing that I haven't heard. And I tell it a lot of times, too, is like when people get a divorce, you know, you go from having two incomes to one. There are so many reasons why people, you know, become homeless veterans. And I'm like, it's heartbreaking, but I'm like, okay, guys, there's help out there. 
because I, I get calls from employers. I get so many calls and emails. So what I'm I'm at the point now where I'm just really just trying to piece everything together and just like I said to get people to realize hope um, help is available and to restore some hope because I find that a lot of our older generation veterans, you know, they've had the doors shut in their faces so many times, and you know they just don't trust anybody anymore. Yeah. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, I just want to let everybody know that, hey, you know, you can trust us. You know, I spent the, my whole adult life um, serving in the Air Force. I'm like, you know, I don't have anything to gain from taking advantage of anybody. But that's one of the, the biggest challenges is just to get people to to believe and just to know, hey, this is real. <laughs> this is real. You know, the help is real. The people that I talk to are real. The people who support me are real. Um, because, you know, veterans really take care of veterans. And as service members, we take care of service members. You know, in the, in the military, you know, they teach us, you know, uh, the wingman concept, the battle buddies. So that's what, you know, our generation does. So I just want to keep doing that. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And there's so many... There really are so many resources out there for veterans and people in general, but specifically mm-hmm. for veterans. And so many of them just either don't know where to find it, they don't know what's out there, they don't know who to ask, or like mm-hmm. you said, they don't want to ask. So do you refer veterans to other resources? How does that work? So it depends on if we if we can handle it in-house, we will, but if we don't have the resources we will refer them and I have like I said I'm an information manager knowledge operator um, in the Air Force so it's always been my job to get the right people the right information at the right time so I I always tell people I'm a professional beggar too if, you know <laughs> I don't want our veterans out there you know panhandling holding up signs when there's you know where you can ask people hey um, you ask these corporations, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Will you help us? And more times than not, people will help. But like you said, people, they're too pr- they're prideful. And I can understand why. Um, because, you know, the military teaches us to be self-sufficient and take care of it and figure it out. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes when you're at, you know, your lowest point, you, you're not thinking straight. You don't even know where to start, like you said. So I just want to be that that starting point. That's correct. And the military also teaches us, amongst many other things, leadership and a lot of things that we just don't give ourselves credit for. But Mm -hmm. the military definitely teaches us how to use our available resources and use them to the best of our ability. And you're out there as as a huge resource to veterans. And I just love it. I just loved it from day one when I first heard about it. So what can we do? What can men of abundance do to lift up most heroes? So one of the things that uh, men of abundance can do is when you see a veteran in need, let them know about most heroes. Let them know that help is available. Um, And just let them know that we are who we say we are and we will help in any way that we can. And we also do a National Eat Wings Raise Funds event um, at Buffalo Wild Wings. They have been huge, huge supporters most heroes that um, as well so if you're out and you're eating if you're at a Buffalo Wild Wings if you could just go in there and say hey we support most heroes Buffalo Wild Wings they donate back to most heroes for us to uh, raise money for our programs and to deliver these services 
But the biggest thing is just letting people know, hey, if you're in trouble, um, just call most heroes. Like I said, we don't make promises, but we will get you some help. Okay, and where do, where do Men of Abundance find you? Where can they find out more information? So we have www.mosheroes.org, M-O-S-H-E-R-O-E-S.org. We're on all of the social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, we have a YouTube page, Google Plus, and we have our one eight four four Mo's Hero. Um, that phone rings directly to me. I answer it. I take your information, and we just start working on that customized plan um, to figure out what you know our clients need or what. We also have a lot of employers who reach out to us saying, hey, Mo, we need veterans. We want to hire these veterans. So I'm getting all the calls, and so I know that this problem can be fixed. It really can, and I do know that there are, last count that I checked, there were four states, Phoenix being one of them because I'm from Phoenix, I think Virginia, that say that they have completely eradicated the homeless problem in those states uh, on Phoenix, Arizona, or in those cities, actually, and I think in the state as well. Other than those veterans who just choose not to use the program for whatever reason, do you know anything about that? I think, I said, a lot of the veterans, they don't want to use the programs because a lot of it, you know, they, they feel like they have to relive the story, you know, if they have PTSD, if they have to go in there and tell, okay, what happened when they were downrange or what happened, you know, why, how they got into the situation that they're in. And a lot of people just aren't strong enough to relive that or they don't want to relive it. Um, but that's another thing that most heroes that I want to be able to help people. Hey, if you need a chaperone or if you don't feel comfortable, you know, going to this place or going to that place, you know, we'll go with you. Um, or we'll get someone to go with you so you don't feel alone because, you know, that's what the military really teaches us to have each other's back. And I think when people get out of the military, you know, they don't have that same camaraderie or they don't feel that same sense of support. And I want to continue that um, for most heroes. Like I said, as I'm going through the transition, I see how hard it is. You know, I've walked in the same combat boots as everyone else. So I get it. So I just want to be able to have, you know, how they say, continue the care. <laughs> so Yeah, so we'll get the word out. And as soon as this show posts, and it'll post, matter of fact, this show is going to post on Friday. And that's my little brother's birthday. Happy, bre- happy birthday, Tiz. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy birthday. Yeah, so this show will post on the 22nd on Friday and as soon as it does I'm going to send all you send you all the links for the social media so you can push it out that way and right now as of this morning we're actually there's people four people in Australia that are downloading the show and several people in I think 23 people in Belgium uh, so people worldwide are going to be able to get this information and find out more about most heroes and then it'll just spread out from there and we'll push it make sure we push it out all of the information that you provided I will have in the show notes of this show, and that will be at menofabundance.com forward slash 011, and people will be able to go there. So I know a lot of people listen to these podcasts while they're driving and whatnot, so you don't have to worry about writing everything down that Mo just mentioned. It'll all be in the show notes, and we'll put that out on our social media. 
So, Mo, do you have any last-minute things you want to tell Men of Abundance about Mo's Heroes? Uh, and then we're going to close it out here. Um, I just want to thank you again and just let Men of Abundance know that if any of you are struggling with anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you know anybody that's struggling with anything, don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you want to partner with us, please don't hesitate to reach out to us because, you know, we're all about community partnerships because we realize we can't do it by ourselves. No organization can do it by themselves because if they could or if we could, there wouldn't be a need for another organization and we wouldn't have any homeless veterans. So I just want to let everybody know, hey, we are here for our veterans, our service members, and our communities as a whole. Perfect. And you've already given us how we can get in contact with you, so I really am uh, happy to help out in any way that I can, and we're going to push this out, and we hope that it reaches all the right people. I really thank you. Awesome. All right, have a good day, Mo. All right, have a good one. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. All right, men of abundance, that was a wonderful conversation, and this is just another way that we can be abundant in our lifestyle and in our daily activities. Make sure you go to the show notes at menofabundance.com forward slash 011. I put some more information in the show notes about Mo's Heroes and how you can help by simply going to places like Buffalo Wild Wings and having a meal. Also, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can click on the link in the show notes to get over to our Facebook group and get involved in this conversation. If you know of anybody else like Mo who are doing wonderful things in the community, I want to talk with them. I want to get them on the show. Make sure they get my information. Send them the link to menofabundance.com. At the top of the page, it says, Be a Podcast Guest. There's a link up there. Once they click on that link, it's going to take them to a page where they can fill out a form. That form comes directly to me, and then we can get into a conversation to see if they are right for the show. All right, that's all I have for you today, men of abundance. Make sure you go out, live your life of abundance, and don't forget to pay it forward. Have an awesome day. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance. <laughs>